1: Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery.
2: Tonight, we are following a number of breaking news stories. CBS News has learned there are more Biden classified documents found at a new location, plus the airport chaos that led to one of the largest ground stops since 9-11. President Biden back in Washington today as more classified documents are found. The White House facing fresh questions tonight. Total ground stop. America's airport's at a standstill for most of the morning. CBS's Chris Van Cleave talks to frustrated travelers. CBS News exclusive our chilling interview with Brian Koberger's neighbor, what he says the alleged killer told him about the Idaho college murders. New allegations embattled Republican George Santos facing new calls to resign from leaders of his own party. Extreme weather whiplash, the latest on the deadly California storm.
3: This landslide blocked a mountain highway and workers have been trying to clear it for two days.
2: Jill Biden's skin cancer, her surgery today and her latest diagnosis. Damar Hamlin released from the hospital. Tonight we find out the questions every parent should ask their kids' coaches to keep them safe while playing sports.
1: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening and thank you for joining us on what's turning out to be a very busy Wednesday night. Airports and travelers are still feeling the effects after a stunning computer outage that grounded all domestic flights this morning, leaving questions about what could have caused this. Plus, there's another big headline tonight involving Congressman George Santos. He says he will not step down despite growing calls to resign from members of his own party. And there's a new resume full of lies that he's admitted to telling. But we want to begin with some surprising information that we received just this afternoon another batch of Biden documents with classified markings were found. Today, the White House and the president's lawyers wouldn't answer simple questions about those documents, including what's in them, and when will we learn more? CBS's Adriana Diaz was the first to report about the original highly classified documents, and she's back with us here again tonight. Good evening, Adriana.
4: Good evening, Nora. Tonight, we are learning that as part of the Justice Department's review, officials looked at the possibility of classified documents at other locations, and sources tell us the number of sensitive documents found is larger than initially believed. CBS News has learned that documents marked classified from Joe Biden's tenure as vice president were found at at least one additional location. This revelation follows the initial discovery of roughly 10 classified documents in November of last year at the Penn Biden Center in this building across from the Capitol. A source tells CBS News those documents contained highly classified material and briefings.
5: His team handled it
4: the right way. Today, the White House declined to answer repeated questions about when the president learned about the first batch of classified documents and why the discovery wasn't disclosed sooner, citing the Justice Department review. When it is appropriate for us to say more, we will... But CBS News has learned the president was informed of the classified documents on November 2nd of last year, the same day they were found. The White House didn't disclose the information until this Monday, more than two months later, after requests from CBS News.
1: We're cooperating fully, cooperating
4: fully with the review and which I hope will be finished soon and uh, there'll be more detail uh, at that time. The White House says proper protocols were followed. The materials were recovered by the National Archives the next day, and the Justice Department was notified. This comes five months after investigators seized over 100 classified documents at former President Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy alleged a double standard.
1: Why did they treat President Trump totally different to DOJ? Why did they raid?
4: But in Trump's case, he refused repeated requests deal, to return all his classified do documents. And those requests to Trump went on for over a year, Nora. And so is the Senate Intelligence Committee going to investigate? Well, Nora, the top Democrat and Republican on the Senate Intelligence Committee actually requested an official damage assessment today from the Director of National Intelligence. And that happened before we knew about the additional location.
2: Just goes to show a lot of people asking questions. Adriana, thank you so much. Well, now to that travel nightmare for millions of airline passengers, an FAA computer outage forced the cancellation and delays of more than 10,000 flights. Now, that computer failure prompted early concerns about a cyber attack. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports on what actually happened as there are calls for an investigation and they grow.
6: Tonight, as flight delays and cancellations climb, the FAA is working to understand why a key safety system failed so spectacularly. It halted flights nationwide this morning, parked planes from LA to DC.
7: Every single flight in the country is stopped.
2: You would not think that this could happen in this day and age.
6: With the departure board a sea of red delays, Kareem and Jessica Perry worry they could miss their cruise in Miami. How nervous are you guys? <laughs> a little bit. Little N- nervous. nervous. <laughs> A little nervous, a little gonna nervous, gonna you know. It. We're staying positive, we'll We're make it. Issues with the FAA's notice to air mission system began Tuesday afternoon and continued overnight. Notams alert pilots to current conditions and potential safety issues on their route. This failure comes a week after another FAA system glitch delayed flights at key Florida airports. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. You've been very critical of the airlines and their operational challenges. Yep. Uh, are you going to be as critical a DOT here because this was, a, this was a failure on your watch of, of your systems?
0: We're going to own it, we're going to find it, and we're going to fix
6: it. Do people need to worry about another failure like this tomorrow?
0: Well, What people need to know is that we will not allow anything to take place that is not safe. But this is precisely why our focus right now is on understanding, identifying, and correcting anything related to the root cause of how this happened in the first place.
6: Former NTSB Chair Robert
0: Sumwalt. The FAA, just out of an abundance of caution, did the right thing here by grounding the airplanes until they could get the system rectified.
6: Just moments ago, the FAA confirms it appears a corrupted database file kicked off this latest aviation meltdown. Tonight, there's a growing list of lawmakers on Capitol Hill on both sides of the aisle demanding answers. And the airlines say they're hoping tomorrow looks a lot more like normal. Nora. A lot of frustrated people
2: today. Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. Well, let's turn now to California and the seemingly endless parade of storms that are causing more death and destruction across the state. Thousands have been evacuated in northern California, which has been hit by days of heavy rains and powerful winds, with entire towns now underwater. Well, this afternoon, sadly, the death toll rose to 18. CBS's Carter Evans is in hard-hit Santa Cruz.
3: Californians are dreaming for an end to a nightmare. Rising water, numerous rescues. Near San Luis Obispo, the search resumed for five-year-old Kyle Doan, swept away from his mother's arms on Monday. The local sheriff posting the search remains our top priority. In Santa Cruz County, the San Lorenzo River could overflow its banks again. The water came up to here. Last weekend, water and mud poured into Howard Berman's home. It's
0: great living on the river, it's also great living in the river.
3: Over the past two weeks, most of California received up to 600% of its normal rainfall. Meteorologists say extreme precipitation events are becoming more common and more intense due to climate change. An entire neighborhood submerged in the Central Valley, the state's farm belt. In Southern California, that sinkhole that trapped two cars continues to grow and a close call at this elementary school. Luckily, no one was hurt. Take a look at this huge tree here. This landslide blocked a mountain highway and workers have been trying to clear it for two days. They've got a long way to go. Here in Santa Cruz, both rain and a tidal surge brought destructive waves. Blew right off the hinges. It just went up against flew across the room. Michael Lillis showed us the damage to his home. It was about this deep. I was soaked from here down. Inside your house? Inside the house. And this is the San Lorenzo River where I'm standing. I would have been underwater just a couple of days ago. This is someone's backyard. So this is really close to homes and people who live around here are concerned the river could flood again during the next round of storms this weekend. Nora.
2: So much rain, Carter Evans, thank you so much. Tonight, there are stunning new revelations involving embattled New York Congressman George Santos. CBS News obtaining a resume that Santos used while running for office, and it contains numerous fabrications. Those alleged lies led a fellow Republican from his area to call Santos today an international joke that has to go. But CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns reports Santos remains defiant.
5: Embattled Congressman George Santos told Chasing Reporters today he won't step aside. you step down? I will not. But many fellow Republicans are now saying the time has come.
0: He's a national joke. He's an international joke. But this joke's got to go.
5: Four New York congressmen became the first GOP members to call for his ouster, as did Nassau County GOP chair Joseph Cairo, who said Santos falsely told him during a vetting interview that he was a star volleyball player at Baruch College, a school he never attended.
3: George Santos was a liar. He made statements. We believed him. We trusted him.
5: The resume Santos gave to county Republican officials falsely claimed he had a 3.89 GPA at Baruch and ranked in the top 1% of his class. Mr. Santos, there's some. Candy. Santos is still refusing to answer other questions about his past, including how he financed his campaign. A CBS News review revealed more than $10,000 from a controversial Chinese donor and more than $18,000 from the cousin of a sanctioned Russian oligarch.
1: Is there a charge against him? You know, in America today, you're innocent until proven guilty.
5: Speaker Kevin McCarthy, holding an already fragile House majority, said Santos's fate was not up to him.
1: It's the voters who made that decision. He has to answer the voters, and the voters can make another decision in two weeks.
5: McCarthy also said Santos will be able to serve on House committees, and with the speaker's support, it will be very hard for Santos's critics to try to push him out of Congress. Nora.
2: That very narrow majority there. Caitlin Huey-Burns, thank you so much. First Lady Jill Biden underwent a procedure today that revealed she has skin cancer. Doctors at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center say they removed a cancerous lesion above the First Lady's right eye and another one on her chest. Both were confirmed to be basal cell carcinoma. That is the most common form of skin cancer with more than three and a half million cases diagnosed in the U.S. each year. A third lesion on her left eyelid was removed and is also being examined. Doctors say the First Lady is in good spirits and that she's doing well. Well, tonight, we have new details in the murder case of those four University of Idaho students. This as the spring semester got underway today, ahead of suspect Brian Koberger's expected court appearance tomorrow. And for the first time, we are hearing from one of Koberger's neighbors. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports from Moscow.
7: Tonight, in an exclusive interview, a neighbor in the Pullman, Washington apartment building of suspect Brian Koberger says Koberger spoke to him about the murders. The neighbor asked not to be identified.
3: He brought it up in conversation, asked if I had heard about the murders, and which I did. And then he said, yeah, it seems like they have no leads. It seems like it was a crime of passion. At the time of uh, our conversation, it was only like, you know, a few days after it had happened, so there wasn't much details out.
7: Also tonight, the search warrant for Koberger's Washington apartment has been sealed temporarily. A judge saying the details could, quote, prematurely end the investigation and create a threat to public safety. Meanwhile, just six miles away at the University of Idaho, students are returning to class today for the first time since Koberger's arrest. Many, like freshman Madeline Pollack, expressing relief. I was kind of glad to see a lot of cops around just so, just in case something did happen there'll be there,
5: Um, but it just, it feels very relieving and like knowing he's behind bars.
7: Koberger is charged with four counts of first degree murder in the deaths of students Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zena Kurnodl and Ethan Chapin on November 13th. And he's due in court tomorrow. Koberger isn't expected to enter a plea yet. Tomorrow morning's status hearing will focus on scheduling his next court appearance when we hope to learn much more about the case prosecutors are building against him. Nora.
2: Lilia Luciano with that new interview. Thank you. Well, we got some great news on the recovery of Buffalo Bills safety. DeMar Hamlin today, just nine days after suffering cardiac arrest during a Monday night football game, Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital and he's now home. Doctors say Hamlin will continue his rehabilitation with the Bills and their medical staff. Hamlin's terrifying collapse put a renewed spotlight on sports safety, especially when it comes to our children. Over half of the kids in America play sports, and cardiac arrest is actually the leading cause of death among young athletes. So we went to an ice hockey rink to find out what parents can do to protect their kids. When DeMar Hamlin collapsed, Heather O'Donnell says it confirmed her greatest fear. Heather's 10-year-old son Jack plays hockey in Virginia.
4: It was like watching my worst nightmare. <laughs> when he could get hit in the wrong place, something could happen. No sport is 100% safe.
2: Can something like we saw happen to DeMar Hamlin happen to a kid? Absolutely, it can happen at any time. Dr. Corinne Hudson is a MedStar Health Emergency Physician and works with teams like the Washington Wizards and Capitals. How common is cardiac arrest when it comes to youth sports? Very rare. But we do know it may happen as frequently as once every five days. Once every five days, a cardiac arrest. Yes. Now, there are a lot of athletes in high school and collegiate sports in this country, but once every five days is probably more often than we think about. So how do parents and sports managers and coaches need to be prepared? The best way we can be prepared for this type of emergency is to have the training and have the equipment necessary to respond. That equipment includes an AED, an automated external defibrillator, and if used within the first minute, chances of survival are close to 90%. Okay, this one says to place it up here, yep. right? While you're doing the chest compressions. Mm-hmm. Yep. We learned how this easy it is under. to use.
3: Deliver shock now. That button Red, down there? The button now. Just say
1: okay.
7: clear and shock. shock.
3: Okay. Yep. Shock delivered.
7: And then we go and. back into CPR. You just keep going? Yep, just keep going.
2: Dr. Hudson says parents should know where the closest AED is always have a way to call 911 ask your coaches if they know CPR and make sure your school or club has an emergency action plan do you think for most youth sports the coach or some parent knows how to use an AED i think that if they don't they probably should you can learn how to do use an AED in less than 2 minutes anybody can do these skills And that includes me. I have to tell you, I was surprised at how easy it is to use the AED. And we should note that the American Heart Association has online courses on how to do CPR and use an AED. I hope that helps. Well, tonight, a ferocious fire at a chemical plant releases a green substance that people are warned don't touch it. That's next.
1: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy.
2: Outside Chicago tonight, a fire has been put out at a chemical plant after burning for more than five hours. No one was hurt, but people in the area are being warned to not touch a green chemical residue that's been left behind. Officials say it can stain skin. Well, in the heart of Paris today, six people were injured in a terrifying stabbing attack at the International Garde de Nord train station, one of the busiest in Europe. Police say within a minute all six people were hurt and the attacker shot but not killed by police officers and the motive is not clear. One of the most influential rock guitarists in the world has died. We remember Jeff Beck next. Tonight the rock and roll world is mourning the death of guitar hero Jeff Beck. Beck first gained fame as a member of the Yardbirds, the 60s band that also introduced guitar legends Eric Clapton and Jimmy Page. Beck went on to win eight Grammy Awards and influence generations of musicians. He died on Tuesday after suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis. Jeff Beck was 78. We honor a hero of Buffalo's blizzard. That's next. Okay, it's time to commit. Finally tonight, there were plenty of victims in the once-in-a-generation blizzard to hit the city of Buffalo in December, but there were also a lot of heroes. CBS's David Begnau found one with a story that will warm your heart.
1: Yvonne White came to Shakira Autry's home in Buffalo, New York.
4: Hi!
1: To see where her brother was treated like family by a stranger.
2: You saved another human being's
1: life.
4: He was at my door banging.
1: During the Christmas blizzard here, Shakira saw that man falling in the snow.
7: When I woke up, um, I heard, help, help.
1: Her boyfriend carried 64-year-old Joey White inside.
7: He was so frozen. His clothing was completely froze.
1: Joey is developmentally disabled, and he got stranded leaving work. What were his fingers
7: like? he had ice literally ice balls around his hand
1: she tended to his frostbite fed him and even played movies for him
4: this young man's fingers is going to fall off
1: shakira called nine one one repeatedly but help was unavailable due to dangerous conditions so she turned to facebook live
4: i had to use these to cut the ring off of his finger thank these men
7: for helping.
1: Two Samaritans answered that plea.
7: We got him to the emergency room.
1: Joey is still in the ICU.
7: I just kept thinking about what if it was my family member? I'm right here. And now here. for the rest of my life, I will remember him.
1: And we'll remember her kindness. David Begno, CBS News,
3: Buffalo.
2: We'll never forget her kindness. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell, good night.